Okay, look, the city is flying. We're fighting an army of robots. And I have a bow and arrow. None of this makes sense. And here we go. It's the comic, the comic, comic, comic book book. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Come Book Bullets with Nerds New Bully. Me host Leroy, aka the Unicron variant, uh, with my co-host. <laughs> uh Zeli, aka Pumpkin Bread. <laughs> we're gonna keep that theme going. Yeah. With and frosting. <laughs> pumpkin bread with frosting. I'm I'm imagining that in my head. I it's not it's not computing. It's awesome. That it's math awesome. is not mathing. I don't know. It's like too much, it's too busy. It sounds too busy for me. That's it's just me. awesome. I, I gotta tell you. Okay. I, cool. I, I'll take your word for it. We're we going. We might do a a food bullies, you know, <laughs> spinoff show from this. One. We'll go from there. Uh, yeah, we're back with the episode and appreciate everybody coming back. I hopefully everybody had a good week. Eli, I don't know how your week was. My week was insane. Uh, the funny thing about recording this podcast, we record it every week, and sometimes the week just flies by. Like, okay, we're back. Sometimes so much shit goes on. Eli, I forget we do a podcast, and I see you again. Like, hey, that's that guy you used to do a podcast with. Because <laughs> you know, just so much. This is one of those weeks where just everything happened. But you know, just just how would you uh, how did your Thanksgiving go, or at least how you Black Friday went? It's just a week. It was fine. You know, I it was pretty chill. I did go to my sister. She had a little bit of a get together. Um, that wasn't till later at night. Basically, went there and had dessert, where I had okay. pumpkin bread with frosting. <laughs> there you go. So it's still on your head right now. You just thinking, damn, that was some good pumpkin bread with frosting. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, um, but mostly chilled out at home, watched, watched the Macy's Day Parade, ate some grub, then went over to my sister's for like a, for dessert basically. And then, you know, it was pretty chill as far as Black Friday didn't really do, didn't really It's 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 not the same. Black Friday is not the same. It's not the same. It's not like it was four years ago where you go to Walmart and, you know, you fist fight people for, first off, there's nothing in stock. Yeah, because they got some <laughs> some <laughs> some ship overseas or, or on the you know on the coast that we can't get stuff, so that kills that online order stuff like that. So you just order you know in your draws and shit. You can order the shit on Thanksgiving, so just have it shipped to your home. So yeah, yeah so you don't have I, I to worry. Don't, about I, I don't need a twenty dollar flat screen, so that you know the fist fight. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. take a TV just smacks it over here. So yeah, those days are gone. Those days are gone. So now we're on we're in the new age, the digital era. So yeah. Uh, that being said, we're gonna move on past. We're gonna move past the you know no more tomfoolery, no more chicanery. We're gonna move right into it. Cause like I said, we got a lot of stuff we're gonna tackle. We're gonna right into it because we saw. Well, I don't know if you saw it. I saw a TV show. Did you see it? I saw a TV show. Oh, I guess we should start what we're talking about. Hawkeye. <laughs> Let's explain what we're talking about first. We're going to talk about Hawkeye. Like I, said, I saw that. Of... <laughs> yeah, because I, I know I got it like on the big banner and stuff like that. So I feel like we should, you know, talk about it at least. So that's what's going on. Uh, we're going to talk about Hawkeye briefly, even though this, like I said, the way thing, the Internet goes, this came out Tuesday. So the Internet has already forgotten about it, you know, until yeah. the next episode comes out, I guess, next Tuesday. And we'll go from there. So, yeah, so basically what we're talking about is Hawkeye. I'm just going to give my review on it. I'm just going to break down the stuff that I noticed that they took from the uh, from the comic. Because what I noticed, Eli, 
is that as far as like Disney properties or like lately, this may be one of the more faithful adaptations of a Marvel comic property in, in lately in, in like, you know, yeah, they, take, yeah. they take liberties, they take liberties, yeah. you know, but I mean, compared, yeah, yeah. yeah, compared to what they've done before. And the thing is like, okay, so we can talk about like, let's talk about Black Panthers like that, where they take 70 years or 50 years of continuity and congested in a two hour movie. They don't do that with this. They take one graphic novel or one run. They take that Mac fraction run, ignore all the other Hawkeye shit and all and basically almost everything in this you can see they took from that you know yeah, even though uh, even the uh the beginning credits the artwork is sort of inspired by that matt fraction i was yeah. actually i was actually saving that for later but since you brought that up I'm just <laughs> it. Yeah. because that's yeah. actually a big a big thing because they're so faithful it's controversial and let's oh, get to the controversy on that also because like i said just like you mentioned the opening credit scene so we got the opening credit scenes, you know, with uh, Hawkeye and Girl Hawkeye, you know, saying stuff like that. Girl so, Hawkeye. <laughs> I, I always call it Girl Hawkeye. I'm, I'm still getting used to Kate Bishop. I've always just said, that's just Girl Hawkeye. You know? Hawk Girl. <laughs> yeah, may, maybe yeah, well, that, they'll sue if you call them that. So you can't say that. Uh, but like I said, we just looked at the, in, the intro and it's exactly. Now, everybody gives Matt Fractionman credit for this, but they never get credit for the actual artist of it. David Aha, not relation to Take On Me. Or did they do that? They did. They did. Yeah, Aha, uh-huh. the group. Yeah, Take On Me. They did. And also the theme song to James Bond Living Daylight. That's funny. No relation. I, I, I've been saying Asia all this time. Everybody been saying, I was saying Asia, but I heard <laughs> other people saying that it's Aha, like the J uh, is a whatever. So, uh, so it's uh, like, 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 uh, Spanish or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess that's what we're going. So, like, I like said, Javier. Javier or, yeah, Jesus. like, <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> like that. So it's not like that. It's Aha. But the thing is, people are always giving the writers credit for everything you know or or if they might not give credit for anything but if they do give credit right credits for that however the style that they're doing in the opening of it in the color pencil like that that's strictly that artist and somebody made a, a argument that you know like the artist should start getting recognition just like the writers and david aha made a tweet about a month ago saying no don't give us recognition pay us yeah, I'm about to say. <laughs> yeah, pay us for this bullshit you're doing. You you take our stuff like Marvel. Is Marvel ripping off Marvel? I mean, is that what they're doing? Or Disney's I mean, we, ripping off Marvel? Disney's ripping off Marvel. <laughs> you know, now we understand that you know it's work for hire. You know, and all this stuff like that. But at the same time, they just took his aesthetic and just took it. I understand it's work for hire, but it's the same thing. They took it, not pay him. Now, I think they may have given him a special thanks at the very last end of the credits or something like that, you know. But like I said, pay the man. They sent, they sent them a screener of the first two episodes. Hell, they barely don't even do that, you know. <laughs> like I said, we can go into this all day long, but it's like a running, a reoccurring theme where Marvel would just completely just rip off themselves and don't pay the people that actually built this shit from the ground up. It's not like they're taking from decades and decades hawkeye they're taking it from one specific graphic novel that this guy made and, and let's let's go talk about uh, what we're talking about but uh let me just briefly talk about what i thought about the show about the actual show we only got two episodes we didn't get the whole thing eli i liked it uh i don't think it's my favorite disney plus show so far but it's not even my least favorite disney show so far it's right in that middle it's that middle space for that and you know what 
That's what I want. That's what I like. Because Disney has been <laughs> well <laughs> right in the middle. Because you know, they've been giving us like like if you've been keeping up with Marvel and watch all this Marvel stuff been coming out. Like I said, the last thing we had was Eternals and, you know, those cosmic space gods and the book of Genesis rewritten by Kevin Feige, you know, and that's all fine and dandy stuff like that. But let's, let's, let's bring it down. Let's bring it back to Earth. Let's put boots on the ground. And that's what the show gave us. Because if you really think about it, uh, only counting, you know, the MCU, this may be the most street level Marvel show we've got. Not counting Netflix. Netflix is Not counting Netflix, yeah. Not counting Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, all this shit like that just just this. Well, even, this they, is, even they were in space and dealing with yeah they time and travel and ultimate dimension <laughs> but it's season one <laughs> it first half of season one but that's where it was but yeah this is the most street level down to earth boost to the ground show that they've given us so far and i like it now is it gritty you know are we seeing blood and titties everywhere no we're not it's a disney no, show no. Yeah. Oh, yeah so but that's okay for me, that is okay. I know everybody. Oh, what we got here, Gabe? Gabe's in uh, Okay. Do I like it better than Arrow? It is too early to tell. However, <laughs> I, I will say this the first two episodes of Arrow are better than the first two episodes of Hawkeye. Come on, Eli. You got to give me that. You got to give me that. Yeah. I mean, Arrow, the, I follow Arrow. Arrow went hard as fuck. Like yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it went downhill. We're not I mean, wasn't it went there. Didn't it piss off Neil Adams? Because, like, he doesn't kill people. Like, Neil Adams was mad because it was too raw. <laughs> I mean, like, think about it. The very first time Arrow showed up, like, he started fighting people. And then one guy saw him with his mask. We were like, no one must know my secret. And broke his fucking neck. We were like, wait, what? What? This is the yeah. show we're getting? They're like, okay. <laughs> you know, but this is not that. Hawkeye is not that. Even though he also went through an arc as a ninja assassin also. But they kind of, you know, downplayed it. You know all the emotional trauma that he went through there. That's you know, that's that's pain and past. Uh, the only emotional trauma, but at the same time, he does get some emotional trauma in the show. You know, like I said, from this play. <laughs> you know, oh, he yeah. got triggered. He got triggered from watching it. You know, just because everybody's making you know a mockery and singing and dancing about basically the wartime he went through. Cause like I said, he is a war torn hero. He's a war hero. You know, and he's carrying all that PTSD and trauma with him. Like I said, he's losing his hearing, which is actually from also from the Matt Fraction one. But I, honestly, people are giving Matt Fraction too much credit for that because I think that was like back in the '80s where he was like fighting somebody and they they made him deaf. Yeah, and right is just kind of Logan come out. Well, he was blind in that. He was blind in that. Okay. Yeah, so he can't be blind <laughs> and deaf. Yeah, <laughs> you, you pick a struggle. He'd be ill know? as fuck if he was. <laughs> <laughs> right. He feel his way around. So yeah, but I think he he got partially deaf in the '80s and got a hearing aid then. But like I said, writers throughout the decades forget he did that and fraction just oh yeah he's deaf bring that back you know. So they did that in the show and I like how they worked that in there. Um, like I said, he's still having all kind of imposter syndromes, you know, uh, from being one of the only survivors from fighting Thanos, you know, uh, survivors guilt, you know, all these terms I could throw around that. Uh, I didn't make it past my first chapter, Psych 101, to go deeper into it, but it's all there. You know, he's still suffering from it. The kids are uh, there. He's back trying to reconnect with his kids, trying to reconnect with his wife. Uh, and yeah, that's what I'm liking about it so far. The action is there. You know, nothing over the top. I feel like this may be the most TV show, TV show that the Disney Plus TV shows have given us so far. It's not like at the beginning of where uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, where it just felt like, Oh, this could have been a movie. No, it's like Star was like, Wars on Earth and shit. 
Yeah, no, they're no, all this flying and shit. They're all flying and shit and fighting on trucks and shit like that. Like this could have been a movie. Like, no, no, this is a yeah. TV show. <laughs> this is exactly what it was meant to be. This is what it feels like. Uh, even feel like they're kind of stretching out a little bit. And I'll talk about it second because I do feel like there are some filler scenes in here. Even just in the two episodes we gotten so far, like y'all could have cut that, but you gotta space this shit out. So that's what you're doing. Um and like, but it, it's the thing, like I said, I'm liking it because it's boosted the ground, it's down to earth, it's not beating your head. Here's the thing: at the at the heart of it, it's a buddy cop comedy. This is the show that everybody thought that Falcon and Winter Soldier was going to be. Because they thought that was just gonna be just a buddy cop 24 20, uh 48 hours, Hobbs and Shaw, you know. What's that Sylvester Lone, Kurt Russell movie? I forgot. Oh, Tango and Cash. Cash. Yeah, they thought it was going to be that. But then it turned out to be some kind of social commentary, social commentary, social commentary. You know, commentary on, you know, military. And then it just kind of just not run off the rails, but it sold you one show and did something else. Not knocking it. Like I said, I like Falcon Winter Soldier, but it I did feel like it was a bait and switch. You know, where this gives you exactly what it sold you on. It's a buddy cop comedy. You got the grizzle vet. You got the eager rookie that's a little bit too energetic for their own good and they're putting heads together and boom, you got a buddy cop show and they got to figure some shit out before the end of the day. So they give you that and it's a Christmas show. You know, <laughs> uh, Jake, what it do? Need to be more action. Like I said, Jake, they're spacing it out. They got to pad this shit out as much as they can. So it's not going to be wall to wall action. It could be, you know, and honestly, I feel like they could have played some action scenes in some spots where they didn't I almost feel like, well, that's kind of lazy. You know, they could have did that. Like, let, let me let me back it up and talk about what I'm talking about. Okay. One of the main things that I felt like that was a filler scene, it was in the second episode. I feel like the second episode wasn't as strong as the first episode. And the reason I say that because let's take this scene, for instance, right here. Um, the LARPing, the LARPing yeah. scene. The LARPing yeah. scene. I, yeah. Now, the LARPing scene, the way I felt, I felt like it was a lazy scene. It was just lazy. Not, I don't have a problem with LARPing. You could have made that scene awesome. Because other movies and other TV shows have made scenes like that awesome. Because, okay, so you got this superhero fighting regular-ass dudes. But he's just lazy, just laughing around. I don't want to be here. So that's the thing. If he's walking through it lazy and he's our main character, then I'm going to treat it like it's lazy. If he's bored, I'm bored. You know, you could have spiced that scene up a little bit, gave some spice. For instance, there was a, there was a movie. You ever seen uh, This Means War? Which one? This Means War. No, it's a it's a Reese so. Witherspoon romantic comedy. So I, oh, I figured no. you would watch. It. So okay, so maybe it's just me. But <laughs> where was it going? Uh, uh, that's why I'm glad they included the dog. Oh, they had to include Logan, and I talk about uh Lucky slash Pizza Dog slash Arrow in a second. Um, but the thing is, there was scenes you could have did. For instance, and this means war. Like I said, he's a CIA. It's Tom Hardy. He's in the movie. He's a CIA agent, and he takes paintball just a little bit too seriously. It's a it's the best scene in the movie. The movie isn't that great to begin with. It's the best scene in the movie. But they even could have ripped off Jeremy Renner's own other movie, Tag, where he plays some badass and they play a game of tag. And he just beat the shit out of everybody. Like how he knows how to do this stuff, we don't know. But he just figures how to do this stuff. So my thing is, if you're going to have scenes like that where you got this badass secret agent spy ninja assassin fighting these schlubs, make it exciting. Make it interesting. They just walking through them board i mean so that's just a wasted scene to me that just felt lazy you know that's yeah. one of my main knocks about the movie that's why i felt like they felt like they were padding it out you know i mean uh, yeah that that yeah 
I never, I never seen it. <laughs> you need to watch this means boy. <laughs> Chris, Chris, Pat, Chris, yes, Chris Bryant is also in it. I'm not going to get into plot of this means war. We're going to get all subject. Now that I think about it, Jake, it was kind of awesome that I started thinking about scenes that was in the movie. But anyway, Reese Witherspoon, we're at a comedy. We get off topic. <laughs> Back to Hawkeye. Um, but that's what's going on with uh with Hawkeye. So they're padding it out with scenes like that. But the scenes that are good, I do feel like pretty good. Kate Bishop, I think she's awesome as a character. I feel like she's awesome. I don't feel like she's uh annoying or overpowered. Honestly, I feel like as far as who they cast, uh, what's her name? I forgot her name. Uh, Haley Steinfeld. Yeah, from Bumblebee. Bumblebee. Yeah, and a bunch of other stuff also. Yeah, I feel like they that's perfect casting. I feel like that made the best casted character of of Phase Four. You know. So honestly, if they would have just had a show just for her, I would have been sold. Like she's just trying to figure out how to be Hawkeye, like that. I would have been sold. Jeremy Hen- Jeremy Renner here. That's a bonus. That's cool. Some people are mad because they feel like the show is too much about her, but I don't think so. I went back and watched the show and watched the scenes. They kind of have scenes bounce off each other. She'll have a scene. He'll have a scene. She'll have a scene. He'll have a scene. And her story is interesting also, um, because here, yeah, guess what? The stepdad. The stepdad is a, is somebody, Eli. Is somebody. He's somebody. Can you guess who he is? Everybody in the chat, can you guess who he is? I'm pretty sure everybody's already YouTube this shit because we're late to the party. But I'll give it three seconds and I'll say who he is. Well, I'm gonna let you guess, Eli, who you think he is. Well, it's Swordsman. Oh, never mind. It's Swordsman. <laughs> <laughs> it's Swordsman. He was, yeah, he, he was just in uh he was like, what did we just read? That was in uh, the plants, uh, the Kotati or whatever. And yeah, then, the one that Gomez shitted on. We were like, no, this shit is awesome. Was, we can't even remember the name of it. You know? <laughs> uh, oh, here we go. Here we go, Jake. Here we go. <laughs> uh, such a boring character. The focus on her. That is true. And plus, Hawkeye's always been like the butt of the jokes also. But yeah, so Mephisto was old. That's, that was that was early Mephisto, first half. Of, said yeah, that's, that's early 2021. We're on Kingpin now. Everybody is Kingpin, you know? <laughs> So yeah, they're saying this is the reason you should watch this show because Kingpin's gonna be in it. Kingpin is coming, all stuff like that. Is he? Is he not? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, how's he gonna be in this and in Spider Man at the same time? I mean, so he's in everything basically. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Um. But yeah, that's that's the things I'm liking about the show so far. Well, the things I'm liking about it, like I said, they got and I want people to get his name right. Swordsman's real name. Because, like I said, he's a comic book character that so only read his name. I've heard people call him, oh, he's, his name is Jack Hez, or his name is Jax. Like, no, it's Jacques. Jacques. Y'all are some <laughs> dumbasses, man. <laughs> I know we can't be the smartest YouTubers out here, Eli. We can't be. I mean, I've always read it as Jacques Duquesne. That's what Swordsman's Jack name Queese. is. <laughs> Jack Queese. Jack Jack K. You know, like, no, it's Jacques. That's Jack <laughs> Like, come on, man, get this shit right. You know, uh, what do we got? Uh, in theory, oh, no. He, no, he's fucking terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, in, Gabe, yeah, thank Empire. you, Gabe. We didn't know, yeah. we didn't know what it was. Thank you, Gabe. That's what that's what we paid you to be books for. <laughs> Empire, uh, that's what it was. Empire, no, Jake, Swordsman sucks. <laughs> Matter of fact, we actually, one of our biggest, most uh, well known stream podcasts was named Swordsman the Worst Avenger. And we prayed to put it in the oh, house shitty right. swords music. Yeah. yeah, you were there, Eli. You were there. <laughs> quite, yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, swordsman. 
Uh, but hopefully, you know, like I said, MCU redeems a whole bunch of people as much as they fuck up people. So hopefully they'll fix Swordsman in this also. Hopefully he won't be Taskmaster, but you can't be worse than Taskmaster. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, other, and I'm jumping around, but other nods that they make to the Mac Fracture run. Uh, like you said, the opening scene of this uh, show is Hawkeye jumping out of the thing, where the first panel of the Mac Fracture run is Hawkeye jumping out of a thing. You know, with, it's all dark, die hard, you know. Uh yeah, you all read Avengers book. Was he good there? No, he sucked. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like every, everybody, everybody's gonna be a, a, a swordsman. <laughs> You're like, I want to know about more about swordsman. What is he? He has like five issues. Okay, I, I I'll give you a quick rundown of swordsman. Swordsman sucks, but he trained <laughs> Hawkeye in the comics. <laughs> so he trained Haw- Hawkeye, but eventually he kind of became a good guy, but wasn't a good guy. And he married Manis. Yes, the Manis from Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. or he didn't marry him. I think he died, and his plant Kotati clone married Mantis. Somebody married Mantis. It had some do with him. Yeah, that's deep. It got yeah. It's one of those weird seventy runs. I forgot somebody, but he has some do with Mantis. Oh, uh, and that's it about Swordsman. That's it. He died. He sucks. <laughs> Black Panther kicked his ass, stole his sword, and started chopping up plants and shit like that. So, oh, and Black Knight beat his ass also with a sword. So he's not even. He's a swordsman and not even the best swordsman in marvel that should tell you everything you need to know about the guy uh what are we talking about what do we got um oh also nice the tracksuit mafia yes the tracksuit mafia is a thing bros yeah the match right that hey bro 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 bro. that was a thing all they everybody says bro and ivan was the leader so yeah so the tracksuit mafia is not something the show made up Matt Fraction rated up, and they were actually like the main bad. They weren't even like a one-time thing. They were the main bad guys of the comic. It sounds dumb. Weren't they called like, like weren't they called like the tracksuit Draculas or something? They call them the tracksuit Draculas, tracksuit mafia. Yeah, yeah, they always say it, bro. You know. Uh now I'm gonna tell you something about this. Like, whatever you think about this show, I want everybody to stop what you well, after this podcast, stop what you're doing and go read that Matt Fraction run. Cause I'm reading honestly, it's a classic, Eli. It's a classic run. We, we skip yeah. I've yeah. read some of them. I haven't read the whole thing. Maybe I should. Maybe I should now that the show's out. I'll go right. back and, and I want. I don't want to make sure thing. everybody tempered their expectations on what to expect from this run. Are you expecting, you know, like World War Hulk or some shit or Hawkeye versus the Marvel Universe? It's not that. It's actually more of a slice of life comic. You know, a day to day in the well, life. Well, it's like of you're saying. It's street level crime shit. Just them. Yeah. Sort of, you know, doing shit. On the streets, so he is hella stupid. Well, they don't. They do go to. There was that one auction or whatever they went to, but um, which they also adapted in this in this in this TV show. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the whole thing about that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's they ripping off so much stuff from the TV, um, from the comics. So yeah, for those that don't know what we're talking about, there was a a a auction in the comic where basically they found out that the government are hiring the Avengers for assassination missions, and who they get Hawkeye. So they still got Hawkeye like sniping a dictator or some shit like that. So they're trying to make sure the tape to get out. They find the tape. Kingpin finds the tape. Or somebody else finds the tape. It doesn't matter. Mask. And uh, Madam Mask. Which Madam they're saying, Ma- she, yeah, Madam which Madam. They're saying she might be in the show also, but who knows. Uh, and the whole thing was to stop from getting the tape. So they had an auction. Just like they had an auction for this for trying to make, basically Hawkeye's doing the same thing. Making sure people don't find out he's an assassin. Yeah. So Yeah, uh, I guess that is similar. Yeah, okay. No, yeah. Uh, uh versus the mob in game style i honestly jake i knew that was never gonna happen because this is disney i would <laughs> love for you know 
we go back in time to that five years where you know and that why hasn't disney done that why marvel done that yet go back to the five years everybody was missing you know find out what the hell was people doing then but it's five years five show years. us yeah don't just give us lip service about this happened that happened show us hawkeye you know ninja assassin and yakuza and the, the cartel and the mafia and all this stuff like that we want to see it i don't know we can't get away with disney plus on it so they got to make it like and plus it's, it's a christmas show so you gotta you know you gotta play this for the families so yeah he was an ninja assassin yeah. but he's over now um and that's probably but, my biggest beef with it so i know i know you wanted blood and titties in it man i mean <laughs> I, I, I wasn't expecting you know <laughs> f-bombs and stuff you know like i said you, you gotta you gotta know what to expect from it but like i said I talked a lot about it, Eli. Give, give me your opinion. What would you think? I thought it was all right. It, it moved a little slow for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, I guess, it was, it was trying to be lighthearted. Let's talk if if we're going to talk about the Matt Fraction run. Mm-hmm. That comic, it's almost like a Deadpool comic. There's a lot of quips and like wacky wisecracking and shit. So there's yeah. like a lot of humor to it, and I think that's what the show is trying to get capture. Only it's family humor. Where mm-hmm. you know the comic is more, you know, adult humor, I guess, you know, you know. Yeah. So um, but yeah, as far as like that, yeah, episode two, the LARPing, that was total mm-hmm. fluffy Disney bullshit to me. I was like, fuck I, yeah, I almost checked I mean, they, 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 <laughs> they could I'm saying that they could have made it interesting. It could have been yeah. fun, but they would just it was just lazy. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it it's do it got it was a little too fuzzy for me at times. It, it um, got to the point that that LARPing scene, like it didn't even feel like it was we was watching Hawkeye. It felt like Jeremy Renner walking through this shit. Like, like right, just, just clock. There was in, no point to it. It was just like a detour. He gets the suit. Like, like, what if the guy didn't give it back? That's what I was thinking. Either something's gonna happen, or right. the the the, the tracksuit bros are gonna show up, or something. Like something. something. There yeah. was gonna be something a, a purpose to that scene, other than <laughs> like Hawkeye doing cosplay. It was kind of stupid, <laughs> you know. Um, you know, but hey, right at the end, it finally caught me when I saw Echo, and I was like, oh shit. She's the one in charge of it all, and then it okay. ended. That's when I did was you, like, did you, "Oh, <laughs> okay." So did you? Well, you watch it, so did you kind of forget she was in it, or even showing. Yeah, because she, I, I know she's in it, and I thought mm-hmm. she was only going to be like in an episode because she hasn't been in any of the trailers and shit. So mm-hmm. I thought they were going to give her, you know, the Adam Beach Suicide Squad, you know, treatment, and mm-hmm. she's hardly going to be in it and stuff, and just hype her name up and do, pat themselves on her back and give themselves diversity points and all that shit you know mm-hmm. drop it in november you know <laughs> right <laughs> but, but, when it, but when it turns out oh is she in charge of the crew because i'm like now now i'm intrigued now you're intrigued right because he, he came there to talk to the boss right yeah. yeah because this blows up the whole thing now we're talking about her dad why is she going after hawkeye did he kill her dad or is she because remember she was also ronin Maybe she wants See, to roll. Eli, Eli like, you always do this. You always do this. You always make a better plot than what the show actually does. <laughs> so not gonna be expecting this shit. We're gonna get some bullshit. Just like well, fuck, that was let down. Yeah, because if we're talking about Echo and she's the if she's the main bad or in charge of the the trench coat, not the trench coat, <laughs> the track the tracksuit mafia or whatever, <laughs> then, then yeah, then she's you know. 
she's got a backstory, you know, her dad, and they did cast her dad in this too. Okay, um, so he's in Dark Souls. So. Yeah, so he's supposed to be in it. Like I said, I thought it was only going to be like, you know, an episode, but it sounds like, like high and by and get ready for my solo show. Yeah, she'd show up and hi, how you doing? Here's here's a here's a bow because I'm Indian here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, hold on, no, she have a title Ronin because in the comics yeah. she's the first Ronin. Yeah, she's like the Hawkeye. First Ronin. Got the yeah, so so. It, it got me intrigued. Like, why is she after Hawkeye? Obviously, she's after Hawkeye. Is it because of the Ronin thing? Or did Hawkeye kill her dad when he was going around slaying fucking criminals and shit? Right. Back those five years and shit. So, right. Is the weight of the toll of him being Ronin going to come back on him? Because right yeah. now we haven't seen that. Because that sounds awesome. Like, if she's yeah. after him because he killed her, if he killed her dad and not Kingpin, like in the comics, mm-hmm. you know, that mm-hmm. that's intriguing. That has me interested. And that's why I'm going to watch the next episode. <laughs> Okay, with your arms <laughs> folded. Okay, impress yeah, me. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let, let's see what we got. We got Gabe here. Uh, only uh, Nerica Plankin when she got the wrong suit. Uh, it didn't fit. That's the thing. If you watch again, it didn't fit. It was it was hanging all off her and shit like that. She kind of like tied it up. And you could see there was loops on it. So, uh, did y'all? Oh. I, I love the musical. musical. I love the musical. It I, was funny. I, it I, was I thought funny. the musical was awesome. So, and plus they had like some lines and stuff like that. And especially when Hawkeye was looking. And uh, Ant Man, you're like, that guy wasn't even there, that guy wasn't even there, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So, I thought that was funny. Um, and that pretty much a... set up the tone for the show. I was like, okay, this yeah, this isn't is gonna like, be Arrow, you know, warm and you fuzzy, this city, you know, none of that stuff, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's a hot cup of cocoa with marshmallows and whipped cream, <laughs> right? Like I said, they want you to feel what it, he, Jake, he does this all the time. <laughs> All the time. I can't listen to any of his theories or stuff like that because I get lit now every single time. It's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, but like I said, I do want to say this about the that scene. They did rip it off from Batman Beyond. That's just my thing. <laughs> because Batman Beyond did the same thing where, where Bruce Wayne was sitting in the audience. He's like, that shit didn't happen like that. You know, but that that's that song was catchy too. So yeah, if anybody remembers that episode of Batman Beyond, well, we'll watch that, the, so. the Spider-Man, the musical, and uh what was Tesla, the, Simpson? they, the Simpson. They did the Planet of the Apes, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that, but I gotta go watch that. So oh man. So yeah, like I said, I'm excited enough to watch it, but I honestly I just want something to watch on Disney Plus. That's all. As long as you give me something to watch on Disney Plus, I'm good. It's not terrible, you know. I was actually a little bit excited I for it. I, I didn't yeah. hate it, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But so you got this on the same level as, as Cowboy Bebop. And, okay. <laughs> I liked it more. I think I liked it more than Loki. Yes. Yes. I agree with you. I do like it but more than Loki. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not my least favorite. Yeah. I'm thinking like, yeah, Loki was my least favorite. I like it better than What If or whatever like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I'm saying, it's, it's, it's right there. It's right yeah. there. And that's where I want it. I want it. Not too much, not too little. Right there. So and and that that's actually a lot of what I expected from a Hawkeye show, you know. <laughs> you know, I wasn't expecting to like it this much. Like it's Hawkeye, I'm supposed to catch, skip this shit. But now I'm, I'm intrigued in the plot, the buddy clock, buddy, uh, cop. You know, chemistry they have going on. So like that, the surrogate daughter thing he's got going on. The dog Lucky. I do want to talk about Lucky. Yeah, uh, yeah, Pete's yeah. dog Arrow, whatever you want to call his name. I'm so glad. Well, I'm not gonna say I'm so glad, but I knew they were gonna change it from what they did from the comics. Because Kate saves him from getting hit by the car in the show. In the comic, he got hit by the car. 
That's how we lost his ass. Oh, wasn't he like in the vet and he was going to die and they were going to put yeah, him down? Yeah, but... the vet was going to put him down. He yeah, was like, I okay. can't save this dog. And Hawkeye was like, no, nah, you do it. You save the dog, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> 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 so, yeah. Yeah, I can't so, remember that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's why he lost the ass. So, I'm like, I know they're not going to go. I know they got to take it there. And plus, honestly, if they did that with the dog, people would just cut the show off right then. You, you can't. They're Disney. You can only kill Especially... your parents. They can only kill parents and <laughs> Right, <laughs> not dogs, man. <laughs> oh, man. I did like the beginning, the, the 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 intro where we got to see, you know, the the Avengers movie, and you know, the all that, you know, the you know the yeah, the the, the it was kind of like in? Batman v Superman. We saw Bruce Wayne watch all stuff. Yeah, it was kind of like that where you see yeah. it from the civilians' point of view. I always like stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and her watching, yeah. seeing Hawkeye get all ill and. Because let, let me, Hawkeye is Hawkeye, but that was still a cool ass move he did, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. she seen the shit like, okay, yeah, he's the baddest ass Avenger there is. And then, yeah. She didn't see the God, and you know, she didn't see Hulk smash. She just saw just this dude, you know. But at the same time, that's probably why she's a fan because he's a dude. Yeah. You know, he gets his ass kicked. He lost his hearing. He gets beat up, stuff like that. He has to go to the store to get supplies just like in the comic you know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. he didn't get he didn't go to avengers mansion and yeah, get, nah, he just had, say, oh we're, go, we're gonna get some superhero supplies or something she says and they just <laughs> right. go to the store and get like go to the store get some, it, 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 that's from the matt fraction runs like i said so uh but i do want to say like i said matt fraction is creative consultant of this show he didn't write it but he is creative consultant so that's a big thing right there so like i said i liked it you liked it not the worst thing not the best thing but if you're looking for a nice Disney show, you can show the family. There you go. You know? Yeah. You can do worse. Yeah. You, know? you can watch that new home alone or <laughs> No, you cannot. We will we will not do that. You know what? I just thought about something. What they should have did was bring Macaulay Colton back. Have him in his forties, still staying at home. It's 2021. That would be realistic. Yeah, he was in New York too, wasn't he? <laughs> he was in New York. Just have him at home with his still with his parents. His parents trying to get the fuck away from him. He's still there. He wakes up. They're gone. That way, you don't get this child abandonment uh, abandonment issue that you have going on when they had like two of these movies where he left his they left the kid twice. Like, come on, you know your bad parents now. You like know, step step brothers three or whatever. Exactly, something like that. So he's still stuck at home in his forties because the parents trying to get away from him during Christmas time. He wakes up and gone. Joe Pesci and the other guy still come back <laughs> and try to rob him, <laughs> and he's still there. And but this time, don't do no cute shit like he did it. Go all Skyfall like he did. Have nails in the floor and shit like that. Like fucking <laughs> Jason Voorhees, their ass and shit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just turn it into the purge. Just the purge five. Start Macaulay Colton at home alone. Uh, make, yes, make him a stone. You would have to. You would have to make him a stone. And he had to be in video games too, so he had to do that. So yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right, Eli. We now we're going past that. Now you watched the movie. I didn't watch it. I was okay. Like I said, I, I had I had a week. So yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm gonna set you up. <laughs> okay, I watched Bruised. On Netflix. Mm -hmm. Now, this is Halle Berry's directorial debut. And she stars in it as an MMA fighter. And, um, or he should have grew up to become a he. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, anyways, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, (laughs) Halle Berry plays this MMA fighter. Um, she kind of quits 
fighting for a while and her life goes into the shitter and then she starts training again for a title fight and makes a comeback. Um, it's I. There's not much MMA in the movie than I was ex- It was really... It's kind of sad. and dep- like She had a, a really shitty life. It's just, she just keeps getting shit on. And um, it's kind of a bummer. And then finally she fights at the end. That's, it's like Precious with a fight at the end. <laughs> Uh, okay so they okay so they yeah i was hoping more yeah. like rocky will because you know rocky was inspirational yeah that's what you i was, know, like, was just gonna be like yeah yeah like it's inspirational and i guess that they're trying to but it's more it's more of a no it ain't million dollar no jake it ain't million dollar baby million dollar oh baby I, I hated that fucking movie, that movie I, a, I don't hate it but yeah this no talk about a fucking dick punch of a movie <laughs> <laughs> yeah that did it yeah <laughs> no this isn't that totally depressing um but it just you know she, she's got an abusive relationship she has a fucked up relationship oh. with her mom and then all of a sudden she has a kid she's never seen ever and she's just juggling all these things and then she's training for this title fight and it's yeah, it's all that, and it it could have been like Creed or Rocky, but it wasn't. It was more, yeah, it was more just a a a, a, a tragic drama with a fight at the end, and um, and she kind of you know redeems herself at the end, you know. Um, I mean, it's 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 acting. It's a lot of like acting, actors acting and saying lines and dialogue and. You can tell, you know, how it's her directorial debut, so she's not, the, the fight scenes aren't, you know, the best fight scenes. Mm-hmm. You ever seen that? <laughs> no. No, I'll, it's not let's even go that. Back further. Let's go back further. See, no, not never back down. No retreat, no surrender. <laughs> no That's retreat, my no movie right there. No retreat. <laughs> that was a classic. Everybody talks about Karate Kid. No retreat, no surrender. Kicks Karate Kid's ass seven days out of the week. I don't care. Give me a Netflix spinoff of that. I, I remember who's in it. That, yeah. that was uh that was uh Van Damme's like one of his first movies. He was, was the he bad guy. It? He was the I don't bad even remember guy. him in it. I don't even remember him in it. I just remember it was an awesome movie. I can't remember if he was even in that it. So no, just, no retreat, that makes it even more awesome. So yeah. No retreat, no surrender is dope. He's a karate. It's like totally cheesy, too. He's like, he's a karate <laughs> student, but then the, the mobsters come in and like kick his dad's <laughs> ass and take his school, but then the kid starts tra- he starts visiting because he's in Seattle. So he goes to Bruce Lee's grave and Bruce Lee's gro- ghost starts training him and shit. And then he kicks Van Damme's ass at the end. <laughs> Damn, now I need to watch this movie again. Yeah, fuck it. Let's watch it. Let's go watch it. Let's Later, watch it y'all. right now. Yeah, it. yeah. Podcast <laughs> on. We're going to turn on No Retreat, No Surrender. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, Bruised is not that. Um, it's, it's, it's more of a, you know, a heartbreaking drama with, you know, with, with you know, some fighting at the end. I, I I thought it was okay. There is a lot. I, I am an MMA fan, so I recognize there was a bunch of fighters in the movie. You know, they had uh, Valentina Shevchenko, who's one of the. She's the UFC women's. Uh, is it lightweight champion? Mm-hmm. Um, she's cha- a UFC champion. She plays the title fight girl that she's fighting. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I was just wanting more MMA. And it was more about this chick's fucked up life. And uh, yeah, so. <laughs> Maybe next time. I don't know. Maybe no retreat, no surrender? <laughs> yeah, I, a, I think. Do I, a commentary I, or something. <laughs> we need to do a commentary on No Retreat, No Surrender. See, I didn't even know Van Damme was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's one of his first movies. Yeah. Nice. Okay. 
So, all right. So, up oh, slaps her on it. Oh, I'll give it a three out of five. I mean, it's a for effort. You know, it's her first de- directorial debut, but you know, she's just directing actors saying lines. The, the the fight scenes were, you know, yes, she's not a good action director, not yet. If she cho- if she chooses to go that direction, you know, she's got a, she's got a little bit of work to do. <laughs> so, oh well, that's another thing. I was like her first directorial debut on netflix i'm like i'll wait to see what everybody else says about it because netflix you just never know what you're getting into uh and i think you saw some yeah you saw something else also where is oh, it yeah. where is it yeah i'll bust this out real quick okay. yeah i watched part two of masters of the universe wow and, this, and guess i think what you're happened? the only person i think you're the <laughs> only person that saw it. he man and skeletor came back <laughs> Of course they did. <laughs> and they saved the day and there's a big there's a bunch of ass whipping and um yeah. I I I enjoyed it. I don't care, whatever. I was I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like I said, the first the first part of this got a big buzz. Everybody was talking about it, everybody's pissed off about it. Yeah. And this came out and nobody's talking about it. It's just it was just a thing. People just kind of like, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, everyone got mad because they killed He-Man and Skeletor in the first episode, and it was basically uh, focused on Tila and her fellowship of the ring, um, you know, trying to, you know, you know, saw, you know, bring them back and learn magic and all that shit. This one, you know, they bring them back, you know, it's, uh, I, I dug it because it kind of focused on evil Lynn a lot more, you know, mm-hmm. I think the first part focused on Tila this one didn't she go bad didn't she go evil at the end of well she was well she was evil then she teamed up with Tila but then went evil to bring back Skeletor but then said fuck Skeletor in this new one and then took over and then she became so she went from evil to good to evil to good yeah and then um and then kind of you know what was funny and now I think about it there you know she when she kicks Skeletor's ass she's like you know what all you want to do is like kill He-Man and shit and rule mm-hmm. the world. Like you're it's, it's like you got no ambition. <laughs> and it's like <laughs> it's like it's like isn't that like the 80s cartoons? Like 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 Cobra Commander and Skeletor, like all they want right. to do they, is like rule the world or whatever. <laughs> it's like right, whatever that means, rule the world. Some <laughs> like stupid, shallow, one-dimensional motivation for our for these villains and shit. And I think that's she's kind of saying, it's stupid. You just want to like kill. All you want to do <laughs> like, is like destroy He-Man and rule the universe. It's like, like evolve. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah. I, I thought it was all right. Uh, I got, I got a little deep. I thought like Evelyn um, basically becomes all powerful and then discovers that the universe is so vast and huge that there's no master to the universe. It has no master. And I'm like, holy shit, that's some like philosophical, like fucking, uh, yeah, what's like Frederick, Ni- Frederick Nietzsche uh, type yeah, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heard about a savage He Man. Oh, uh, yeah. So without the control of Prince Adam, he comes back all fucking savage Hulk He Man and he has no control and shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, and then, and then uh, yeah. And then, Everything's good. There's a big old battle and shit. And it was fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I thought it was all right. I didn't hate it. I didn't, I enjoyed it for the most part. You know, whatever. It's a fucking cartoon. 
<laughs> didn't destroy your childhood. It didn't destroy like my childhood. And shit. <laughs> just, you know, it's it's whatever. You know, um, and He Man's back, and every you know, and yeah, it's fine. Cool. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah, it's he man. I'm a, I'm eventually get around to watching it. It's yeah, when I got some downtime or you know when I'm working from home, I'll, I'll check it out. I just I tried just watching like, those other He Man shows and those suck. So I don't. What you mean the other Netflix ones? There's other He Man like, shows on Netflix, and I'm like, God damn, these suck. I, and I think that's what piss people off even more. Like right after the Kevin Smith thing, then another He Man show even worse came out. They're like, Nope, I'm done with He Man. You know. Yeah. Well, there's like another one where he's in space or something, and it, that's stupid too. And like, damn. Yeah. Kind of like I said, I was never the biggest He Man fan to begin with. So even when I was watching this, I was just like, Okay, what you got for me? And that's why I was yeah. like, Okay, I'm I'm good. Yeah, I watched it as a kid. I, it was a shit when I was a kid. You know. I mean, and even I, as a kid, I was just like. I didn't give. I haven't really get given given a fuck about it that much since then. You know. Yeah, but you got some diehard He Man fans. I guess you know. I mean, enough to get all like butthurt, reverted to script. Not kind of. No, not really. No, bunch of changes. We have a female man at arms. A black female man at arms now. Wait, Um, what? Yeah. Um, Tila is now the sorceress. I'm I'm trying. (laughs) You you see, like the equation going off my head. Like, how how does that? Yeah, so of course, comics gators will be all pissed off about that. Um, and, and that's and, what uh, I, that's what I've noticed. Netflix is trolling people. They do this on purpose because they know these assholes are just gonna just pick up on it, just make hit clickbait. Man of arms is a black woman, and yeah. also like that. And, Keela, and Keela, yeah, Tila has no tits, and, uh, like an <laughs> right? And they know it's gonna get clicks, and they know it's gonna get out there. And guess what? It's free promotion for them. So but they, they tease. Uh, they tease, uh, what's that dude's name? Hor- Horak or Hordrak or uh, the, that one villain. He's like another villain. I had villain. his toy, but I, I can't. Hor- Horak, I, I think his name was. They like tease him at the end. Yeah. Okay. He, he has like a skeleton, skull, big giant skull. And, you know, I, I'm, but uh, yeah, that, that it's, it, it, I mean, yeah, the, the universe is restored, but there's changes has been made. You know what I mean? So not quite status quo. So, oh, we'll see if they get to continue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the way people are acting, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Hordak. 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 Yeah. Hordak. Okay, that's the name. Yeah. Or something. I, I can remember. What. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Let me say. Okay, we're gonna move on past this. Okay. So we're gonna move to the video game section now. I do want to let all our reoccurring listeners know, uh, and this is no secret. But everybody knows that the video game section has pretty much been the worst part of this podcast. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying like it is. I'm just saying like it is, you know. However, I have made a pledge to get better. We're gonna, we're gonna improve that. So you got, you got to have a presentation nowadays. You can have a, uh, the. I'm gonna put some together instead of just slapping shit together just so we can just move on to the pot. You just get to the get a the theme song part. and some backup dance. I might work a big game, big games. I'll do something. I don't know what I'm gonna do. But the thing is, the reason I'm saying this is because uh, I Steam had a sale this week, and I bought like a shitload of games, and I upgraded my PC. I spent five hundred dollars on upgrades just on my PC. Okay. Uh, a S, uh, four terabyte SSD hard drive with eight gigabytes of RAM already included. 
So yeah, that ran me about that much, and it was like a Black Friday sale, so I actually saved money on it. And I got this. Another controller? A shitty yeah. controller? Not a good oh, one. This a PS, good one. That's a PS5. This, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not a shitty one this time. Like I said, I've been working my ass off this week, so I decided to splurge a little bit. I decided to, you know, treat myself, you know. So yes, I have a <laughs> dual shock controller or a dual sense controller, PS5 controller for my PC. Because I can't find a PS5. So I'm like, screw it. Just get that. And I'm gonna see how it feels. So I'm gonna play games. I've upgraded and I've done that. Hold on, let's see what we got. Uh the new Guardian game drop. That's what I bought, Jake. That's what I bought. I bought guard. Okay, I bought three games. I bought Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, NBA 2K, because I just wanted to. And uh, what's the third game? Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. And I might buy Cyberpunk. If Cyberpunk's still on sale by tomorrow, I might buy it also. So that those are all games I'm going to be streaming. I'm going to get them. And I also spent some money on some stupid shit, Eli. Okay. That Avengers game? Okay. They had the, <laughs> they had the skins I like, man. They had the in-game skins. <laughs> so I bought Aww. that shit for all of them. <laughs> Why? Because I just wanted to. Because I just feel like splurging, you know. But uh, was that, speaking was that of supposed it, to be Fat Thor? No, they haven't. They haven't released Fat Thor yet. They're gonna release him for like twenty dollars by himself. I'm sure that's what's happening. Uh, but also while I was playing the Avengers game, I decided to make a quick little video of it because now I'm back streaming again, and this is a little bitty thing I got. So, Eli, there is a spot in the game where Black Panther gets in contact with Monier. So what do you think happens? I'll show you in a second. Let me just click this, see what happens. Can he lift it? Well, I'll just give say up yeah. on the video game. No, <laughs> I'm the I'm gonna be the only one playing. It's me and like five other people. We're only gonna go playing this game until they eventually just shut everything down. Because once they show that Spider-Man footage, it's like, no, <laughs> fuck this game. <laughs> um, so but I'm gonna I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show you exactly what happened. I'm gonna build up the uh suspense. Where are we? We hit yep, okay. So, like I said, it was a spot in the game. But you go to it. I'm gonna put us in here too. Thor Odinson. Yep. That's his locker. So you see Thor in the back. Yep. That's his locker. And this moment, in his locker. <laughs> it's using like it's just right there. So he's like, uh, "Can I lift it?" You know. Uh, he's not worthy. Oh, he's not yeah. worthy. Yeah. That's so racist. Put, no. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I put this. In, there people saying it. People saying it. <laughs> they can't let a black man do nothing. You know, like people are getting pissed off about this shit also. Calm down. It's a video game. A shitty video game at that. <laughs> so this is not canon. So whatever. Oh, uh, I had some other video game shit, but honestly, that's all we're talking. We go moving next next week. I'll dive a little bit deeper and have some more interesting stuff for y'all. But no, we're going to improve that section of the podcast. We, we, we need, we got to do better. I'll, I'll like beatbox during it or something. Yeah, something. yeah. Not you, because I know you always smoke a cigarette when I do this shit anyway. So have some twerk videos or something. Huh? <laughs> yeah, when I'm talking this shit, <laughs> doing my streams, you know, just have making a stallion in the background or some shit like yeah. that, you know, something. It's, yeah, it's not like we're hot chicks with our tits hanging out, you know. <laughs> right. We got to compete. You're right. You That's compete, what they do. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Oh uh, what no you should, you should yeah we 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 could go we go back and forth with this all day Gabe should he should he not you know but I'm glad you brought it up because when we talk about the Black Panther comic that'll kind of go into it whether or not T'Challa's moral compass should be there but we'll get there we'll get there because now we're gonna segue into it because like I said this is comic book bullies where we talk about the comic books and we're gonna jump into it and Eli I think you got more books than me I got more books than you. No, I think you got. I only got two. 
You got oh, so I got more books than you. Oh, well, I think I took I think I took one of your books. You took so, one yeah. of my books, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. Give me your shit, you know. <laughs> All right. So first thing we're gonna do is uh you know what? We're gonna start off with X-Men. I just want to get X-Men out the way. Because if for some reason that was like the number one book on comicsology. I don't know why there was a number one book on comicsology, but it just was. So just regular so X-Men? Just regular X-Men, X-Men number five. I guess some big shit happened, but I don't know what big shit happened, but people will go, ooh, crazy. So we'll talk about it, and we'll see whether or not the big shit was worth all the hype that everybody was saying it was. So, yeah, they introduced the new villain, Dr. Stasis. And honestly, I forgot him just that quick, but he's a big deal in this, yeah. So basically, the book starts off is that uh, they fight the the Reavers. Now, for those who don't know who the Reavers are, I think they were the bad guys in Logan, I think, maybe. Uh, and Sunfire's like oh, yeah. the last guy. Yeah, Logan, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Sunfire was the last guy left, but the thing is, the Reavers have uh, equipment. You know, everybody know all the X-Men bad guys know how to shoot them with shit that cuts off their powers. So that's the thing. So all the X-Men are down except for Polaris. Polaris is the only one that's still awakened, uh, awoke, and she's just like, oh, y'all have pissed me off. So what she does, and I'm going to get to it because it's the coolest part of it. Yeah. Since uh, Laura is knocked out, you know, X-23, Laura, Wolverine, whatever you can call her, she levitates her body because her body is all adamantium. She's like, oh, yeah, you pissed me off. So she's puppeting, controlling Laura. I'm going to just cut to the end because I, I don't give a fuck with nobody about this book. I just care about that <laughs> scene right there. Because <laughs> she just goes nuts and just starts swinging. Yeah, she like make her claws go out. She's like, yeah, y'all have pissed me off. So Laura sleep the whole time. She don't know what the fuck going on. She's just controlling her puppet, cutting up arms, all shit like that. Um, you know, and... Yeah, and then they just take off running. Yeah, they, they actually blind her. And she's like, you can't blind me because I can see the electromagnetic spectrum with my eyes closed. So I can still see you. So she's still controlling Laura, just chopping up people. She's like, then Laura finally wakes up. She's like, like what, what happened? <laughs> you know, and everybody, you know, limbs. And then she wakes up and starts beating with a stop sign. So like that. So that's the book. Anyway, no one cares. This is the important part of Dr. Stasis. Because now the thing, you remember we always talk about Batman? How Batman never does anything for, you know, the community. Mm-hmm. He just beats the shit out of people. The X-Men are giving a food drive. And they actually brought some of their healers over for people that don't have insurance. They're like, any ailments or disease you have, come on here, talk to our healers, we'll heal you. You know, they're doing it for the community. Nice them. Yeah, while they're doing that, Ben Urich shows up. Because he got a tip from Dr. Stasis. And Dr. Stasis says, okay, he has footage of you guys from your attack on Asteroid M or whatever that shit was, you know, in House of X. And he shows footage of you, Cyclops, getting your head blown off with a shotgun. But I'm talking to you right now. So please explain to me how this happened. You know what? Don't answer. You mutants have solved death, haven't you? You figured out how to resurrect yourselves, haven't you? You're like, you know what? It's going to take me a day to to get this uh, article ready. But in that day, I'll give you time to, you know, give a, a a speech or talk me out of it if you can and that's the book so people are freaking out because dr state because basically the secret is out because oh. they were like the one thing we can't do we can't let people know that we know how to resurrect ourselves so ben newark knows the secret but he's not telling about his thing ben you're not going to tell anybody you know why because in that same frank miller run he figured out frank uh daredevil was matt murdoch did he tell anybody no so he's going to do the same thing here. He's not going to tell anybody. He's a shitty reporter. That's his thing. So, yeah. 
Uh, overall, I'll give this book uh, three out of five. It was what I remember. Honestly, ever since Hickman run, the X-Men books kind of going down. People are shitting on the X-Men books and blaming Hickman why they suck. He's not even there. Y'all blaming him? <laughs> you know, he's doing some other stuff. So, yeah, hold on, what we got? Probably one because of the Polaris Wolverine stuff. No one cares about that because this same writer did the same thing with the real Wolverine and Conan. Or was it was it Conan? It was Conan. Remember when he took Wolverine, when he took Wolverine's unconscious body and started oh, slicing yeah, people? He started, you start, yeah, slicing people and shit. Slicing so he, people. Yeah. It's the same writer. He did the same thing. So this isn't even new, you know. Logan of Pabst or what did he call them? Yeah, something. <laughs> <laughs> something. All right. So uh so what you got? Um, uh, I guess Batman Reptilian number six, the final issue. Let's do it. So this is Garth Ennis and Liam Sharp. Um, so this was uh black DC black label, so it's not canon. So basically, some monster was going around, uh, killing all of Batman's villains, like eviscerating them, like fucking them up. Um, Batman goes investigating. Figures out it's um, Killer Croc, but not Killer Croc. Finds Killer Croc in the sewer, but he's all fucked up. And it turns out he, like, gave birth. So whatever mutation he had, it somehow reverted back to his reptilian DNA where some reptiles can change or, like, can have both sexes and have uh, have give birth, kind of like seahorses or, you know... Like what Jurassic they say in Jurassic Park. Park. Like what they yeah. say in Jurassic Park. Life will find a way. Yeah. So that's what happened. He gave birth to this big giant monster thing. And because um, Killer Croc was, while he was pregnant with this thing, Killer Croc was hanging around with all of Batman's villains and getting his pheromones around. So after mm. he gave birth, the reptile monster went out and sniffed out the pheromones, which was his vil- Batman's villains, and that's why he killed them all. Um, so in this last issue, Batman and uh, you know faces off with the with the with the giant monster and he jumps up, jumps down its throat. And then it and um we pick up this issue. Wait, you mean like literally jumps he down jumped, his throat? He jumped down his throat and so we pick up this issue. He's in the he's inside the the monster's stomach, but he starts radio uh, controlling the Batmobile, and he controls the, <laughs> the Batmobile to come and basically hit him and fuck him up. And uh, Batman bursts out and says, "Hey, yeah, it's still alive though." So they take it to the you know the the you know Star Labs or whoever comes and takes it, and then they you know they. Uh, take Killer Croc because they're probably going to study you and shit because you're weird and you're you know you know <laughs> and that's about it. So it's like it's just a, you know the, the finale. You know Batman finds a way to kick ass as usual. Um, and yeah, it was just a fun you know monster movie horror creature feature Batman story. So yeah, four out of five. Nice. Okay. All right, so the next book I'm going to do, and I think we're going to tag team this. Like I said, this is the book I took from you, but okay. I'm not going to need your help on it anyway. So the next um, book we're going to do. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, because you, you read, I haven't made it that far yet, so I know it's going to be spoilers for me. Are oh, you talking about Immortal Hulk? Yeah, I don't really think you really needed to know much from Immortal Hulk, at least from what I read of this. So 
Okay, just just making yeah. sure. Okay, so the book we're gonna do, like I said, the Motor Hulk run is done. So this is just Hulk. Yeah. And they have we have a new writer, Danny Case, y'all. Danny Case writer. So basically, Danny Cates, who wrote Venom, went to Hulk, and Al Ewing, who wrote Hulk, went to Venom. Mm-hmm. I hope everybody's still on the same page. So that's what we're going with right now. Chris Cross. So yeah, Chris Cross. So what do we have here? Uh basically Hulk destroying some shit. But at the bottom of it, you see Bruce Banner. Now, you can't see the fine print. I'm going to see if I can zoom in as much as I can. <clears throat> you see Bruce Banner right there, and at the bottom of it, it's going to say, uh, what if Hulk exists to protect us from Banner? And basically what they're setting up is that, okay, Banner is the bad guy of this run that we have going on, which it kind of makes sense because, like I said, if we're going to do, uh, like, you know, if we're going to do, like, a Frankenstein monster type of, you know, metaphor parallel with it frankenstein was the monster not the monster so it makes sense that you know banner would be the evil genius but yeah so that's what we got going on so let's just start the story issue one let's just jump into it uh it begins with hulk punching something he's mad what is he punching we don't know whatever it is he can't punch his dents all over it and it turns out he is in some place that banner has trapped him and he's punching to oh yeah i forgot to tell you okay so the artist they have a new artist also ryan otley if you don't know who ryan otley is he is the artist from invincible so i don't know whoever read that book but like everybody knows who invincible is now but like i said so that's where you're gonna get this kinetic action that he's known for oh and yeah so banner has trapped hulk into this room and we're in his mind when banner's not like physically here he's mentally here you know so he's trapped in one of those rooms and that's, he has probably, that's probably only reference to Immortal Hulk because, yes, Banner's personalities are all, you know, all the different personalities live inside the Hulk. Now. Mm-hmm. But that that's an old thing. That's a thing that's always yeah. ever since, you know, that, that's there, the know. only but that's like the only thing from Immortal Hulk that's carried over. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. So so he's not there physically. And he even talks to Betty. But like I said, Betty's not there. It's just his subconscious basically trying to be his conscious. Why are you doing this? You shouldn't do what you're about to do. And he does it anyway, you know. And you're like, but he's just a child. You ever seen the omen? <laughs> you know, I kind of like yeah. that line. And so uh and, okay, so that's what's it. So they keep talking about El Paso. Go, go ahead and spoil Motor Hulk for me. Did that did that happen? I, you know what? There's nothing happened. I don't know what El Paso is. So that's something new. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I kept thinking I kept missing something. So no, this is just Donny Case just doing whatever he wants to do. Yeah, okay. something happened because at the end of Mortal Hulk, everybody was cool. Everybody's, oh. you know. Banner was cool. Every everybody who had like a sort of a new outlook on life. <laughs> okay, so this is basically so this I don't is know something. What that, yeah, this is some new Donny Cage shit. So okay, so we, it'll be revealed yeah. when it's time. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so we can so basically we can go in this room with a complete flip fresh slate. Yeah, okay. pretty much. Yeah. Okay. All right. So anyway, Banner's saying that uh I'm going to control the Hulk now. And he's in some kind of thing. So you got Spider-Man right here. Where's Spider-Man doing? He's talking to the Avengers. And basically, Doctor Strange is telling him, Banner has done some wild shit. He's done some shit I didn't even know he could do. Because he's obviously used some magic, but he used some magic I don't even know. There you go, Echo. Right there. For those who don't know, yeah. Echo is Phoenix now in the comics. So yeah. yeah. Uh, and basically saying that Banner has locked away Hulk's mind, but is using, but he's like stole some stuff from AIM. And I think he stole some stuff from from Tony. Yeah. No, no, no. He didn't steal stuff. He stole some stuff from Aim. Stole stuff from Aim. 
put it on the Hulk and turn Hulk into a spaceship, a starship? Sure. Something. A Megazord? Okay. A Voltron? Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> so that kind of lost me, but I kind of just went with it. Yeah. So that's what we got. I, that, yeah. That's, that's uh that's that's a lot that's that's quite the leap <laughs> yeah i was like starship i was like okay now i heard the geese in comics earlier and they trashed this they was like a uh, starship uh-uh i'm out you know yeah yeah some people you know i didn't i didn't listen to their shit but yeah i i i was kind of like what okay <laughs> but i i knew this was gonna lose some people i know some people's <laughs> gonna be like uh-uh no i can't do this but i'm like okay where are you going with this you know so anyway hulk is a starship fighting a hulk buster you know like he normally does you know be no hope because he's trying to take over a, a stark stark plant like a, a stark building and tony's trying to stop from getting in there you know and basically hulk just telling him look you never beat me with hulk buster why are you sending this shit at me you know and he starts fighting he was like because i came ready for you this time so he actually play uh does some shit this actually some cool shit right here. This is why I went with it because this next shit is cool as fuck. This shit where he does the adamantium particles and stuff. So he okay. shoots them out and he forms them and he traps Hulk. So it's adamantium. He can't get loose. He's like, I got you. You can't get in here. And he has got like a bunch of Hulk busters with him and stuff or whatever and they're blasting and shit. And Band is like, you think that's going to stop me? They ain't going to stop me. So he actually powers up Hulk and the reason he powers up Hulk is that he's shooting Hulk with stuff. You know, so he's made so the more the stronger Hulk gets, the stronger this starship gets. It's weird. Just go oh, with yeah, it. Yeah, the more mad it is. Yeah. So he's it's like a whole like mindscape or whatever. It's kind of right. reminiscent of the green door and being in hell. And yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, so nothing really happening to him, but he's making Hulk think something is happening to him, which is making Hulk powerful. Oh, and also since Banner is in the wheel, this anytime Hulk talk is Banner talking. Like, not Banner mixed with Hulk. No, it's just Banner, you know. So yeah. Banner rips his arm out of the adamantium <laughs> uh, brace that was holding, holding him. So his arm is loose. And I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> you know. Uh, he's like, I'll say with the end. Because Tony thought the shit was over. He was like, I trapped you, you're done. He didn't think Hulk was going to rip his arm, his own arm off. It starts beating the hell out of him. Punches through the toke, just starts taking all out of the Hulk bullshit like that, ripping the pieces and shit smashes him and tony's just like how did you know i went in the in the hulkbuster suit you're like i didn't but thanks for telling me where you are so he puts his own glove on rips it off starts shooting up other shit rips through there that's uh and and blasts him so he finds the real tony he's like you can't do this they're like oh yes i can so punch the shit out of him and the reason he's here is because of this whole no thing and who wrote no donny yeah. cates it's all one story. So he like that time we fought. No, yeah. you built this thing. I was about to say Art. you, you yeah. should probably know more about Donny Cates. Donny Cates than, than, right. than the Hulk, than Immortal yeah. Hulk. Yeah, that is true. For people that don't know who Don, Don, Donny Cates, his whole thing, Donny Cates is writing just one long story. That's all he's doing. Every doesn't matter what story he's on, it's all one long thing. So this is continuing from the Noel story. So he made so Tony made this celestial arc where if something were so bad, he can load everybody in this big Iron Man suit and fly them off the planet. Yeah, the celestial iron suit or right. iron celestial or whatever the fuck it whatever called. it is. So <laughs> Hulk is, well, or Banner is just like, I want it. So he like and he just jumps through it, and that's it. That's about 
I don't really know what happens next. Oh, he says but, some shit about anger and all this crap, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. shit we haven't heard before. Yeah, or we we we've, we've heard before. I mean, <laughs> it's it's weirder than our normal Hulk books we're getting. Um, okay, what, what you got? Okay, yeah, the stuff he he stole from was in Free Comics Book Day, and ever since I first saw Star Trek, I was like, what if our bodies were ships, and when we fight someone, it was like firing photon torpedoes. He said that, or you said that, or did Star Trek say that, or who said that? Did Gabe say that, I, I, or Donny? All, all I all I know is that <laughs> Hoka Starship. That yeah, like I said, that is a leap. That is like what, you know? I'm with it for now because I'm curious to see where Donny Case going with this. But he's taking him to space. That's what we thought we were. It, he's is been, he? It's is cosmic. He? He's to a cosmic Ghost Rider. Cosmic Thor, Thor, is, is, yeah. you know, Thanos, Cosmic wins. Venom, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Cosmic, the Black S- Silver Surfer. I mean, he's taking Hulk to space so he can fight Thor. That's all this is. <laughs> this is for. I guess, I guess, yeah. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm still with it. I'm, it, has, it hasn't lost me yet. That's what I'm saying. It hasn't lost me yet. I'm giving Donny Case the benefit of the doubt. If it didn't have kind of Donny Case name on it, I would be like. What the hell is going on? Yeah, <laughs> I would be like that, but I'm going with it for now. All right. So uh Yeah, I don't know. After like like I said, it's hard to top. You ain't gonna talk top Immortal Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, he is definitely not trying to, he's definitely taking it in another direction. I just don't know if I'm digging it. <laughs> I'm kind of like, yeah. I don't know. And that's the thing. Is like, do I? Is it me? Am I being biased because I love the Mortal Hulk so much, or is this? It feel like, or is this actually? Yeah, is this actually stupid? (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Because it feels like he's trying to take Hulk and fit him into all these other stories he's writing, and like you're trying to fit Hulk into a square peg. Does that work? Yeah, because in like the way I mean, the point of a Mortal Hulk was you know it was all cerebral. It It was it was all philosophical you know traumat dealing with trauma dealing with anxieties it was very cerebral and, 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 and no offense to Danny Cates that's not him yeah <laughs> he's not cerebral he's not and like the oh. Hulk it, it turns out the, they all it's almost like they all needed each other all the all, everybody mm-hmm. needed each other the Hulk need Hulk and Banner needed each other mm-hmm. um and so for for them to say oh Banner's the fucking enemy now which i know they've done that before it's it, you know mm-hmm. you know future imperfect and yeah the hulk's greatest enemy is banner and all that shit i'm just like after ending on that following it up like all of a sudden bruce banner's a bad guy it doesn't gel with me so mm-hmm. much you know i get what he's trying to do and it's not like it hasn't been done before mm-hmm. but after the immortal hulk run it, it's like it's like we we he ended things on su- on such a profound note to just like throw like throw it all away and now Hulk's you know, yeah they they yeah. they might have should have let Hulk breathe a little bit I know they yeah. want to keep these stories going like just just let him breathe don't give him a story like right after like let us let us you know take in yeah. like like we did with Hawkeye like we did with Vision they didn't just kept the runs going but I feel like what Mar I, now I'm trying to put my mind in the frame of whoever is the head of marvel now i don't know kevin feige i don't know i think what they're trying to do is give us more smashy smash 
Like we had the cerebral Hulk. We had the introspective Hulk. Give us smashy smash. Yeah. I mean, for people and that I get, want it. And I get that. But That's I why just, they got the invincible guy to come over. Yeah. It's just, I, I don't mind smashy smash. Um, but I don't know if I'm like, they, he could have smashed. He could have smashed villains. I mean, bring, bring, you know, bring Thanos back and have him fight or something. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. like all of a sudden making Banner the enemy and doing like kind of throwing everything Al Ewing wrote, you know, away and just sort of. Right. It, it feels too soon. It's, yeah. Yeah. You know, it doesn't gel with me so much. And, and um, so, yeah, I, I was like, I, I, I get what he's trying to do. I don't know if I'm down with it though. And maybe I'll give it another go. You know, but yeah, I had a hard time. Okay, he the Hulk is a Voltron, is a Megazord, is a Power Ranger. Yeah, I'm I'm still wrapping my head around that Kaiju, Starship or whatever. Ultraman, yeah. you know. Yeah, he's a little like Hulk is. Yeah, Banner's a little mini Captain Kirk inside Hulk's mind, controlling him, like you know, <laughs> like Kang from the Ninja. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm basically like you know squinting my eyes, trying to go with like, oh okay, okay, Donny Cage, let's, but getting the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm gonna see where it goes, but but yeah, I yeah. think they're, they're just bringing them to space and have them fight Venom, and we're gonna have Venom Hulk, and we're gonna have Thor Hulk, Thor versus. Hulk. I mean, I think, I think that's all I think this is all for. So Black Silver Surfer is gonna show up. We already know that. Yeah. We're just, you know, cosmic ghost cosmic rider, ghost rider, yeah, yeah. all that shit. That that this Guardians is all the just, galaxy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, I was a little. Eh. <laughs> it's, like it's, I it's wanted only... to, like, I wanted to like it, but I was just like, do I really like it? Like, or, then I'm like, then I'm like questioning myself. Well, maybe I'm being too hard on it. You know, <laughs> it 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 is a completely different tonal shift from what Al Ewing did. So I think we're yeah. getting used to that. You know? Yeah. And that's where I'm like, am I being too hard on it? Do I need to let that go and just let this? Because we don't hate Donny Case. We, we're not one of those people, you yeah. know. And like a thing, I didn't love what Al Ewan did with Venom. <laughs> that is true. Because <laughs> Venom is not some introspective, you know, pondering, am I, is man or monster? You know, it's like, yeah. but at the same time, like Venom and Hulk actually do, if you break them down to their core aspects, they have a lot of similarities. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, um, is Silver Stoffer still black? I don't know. Yeah. Yes, he is because people just forgot about him. Like Donny Case just doing whatever he wants. Silver Surfer and nobody else cares. So nobody, no, nobody forgot. Everybody forgot to turn him back regular. So he's just out there black, you know, just which is whatever. And it was like nullified. He nullified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so. so when Marvel feels like doing something with Silver Surfer, they'll they'll turn them regular again. But until then, yeah, nobody wants to touch that Donny Case shit. Just let them do whatever. So, all right. So, uh, well, who, oh, who's next? This is me, huh? Oh, the only book I, other other book I did was uh, Superman seventy eight, number four. So yeah, Superman seventy eight. This is a tribute to Donner Superman movies. It's basically an unofficial sequel to the Donner Superman movies. Um, we have Brainiac coming down and threatening Earth. He wants to, uh, you know, assimilate Earth or whatever. And Superman says, no, I'll, I will leave the planet as long as you leave Earth alone. And so he does. So he goes, 
Superman, last issue, Superman goes uh, to surrenders to Brainiac. Brainiac shrinks him down in the Candor, and he's still got everybody uh, Krypton. He shrunk Krypton. And he got, went and saw his mom and dad again. Um, so but they the, did. Yes. But never mind. But, okay. but yeah. he, he must have shrunk them before the planet blew up. <laughs> okay. so, yeah. so in this issue, he's like, you know, hanging out with his mom and dad and shit, trying to, you know, he's feeling out of place because he grew up in Kansas playing football, you know, and now he's like part of this prestige Kryptonian family and shit. And, um, but then Lex Luthor is like, man, this fucking Brainiac guy, who the hell do you think he is? I'm the greatest criminal mind ever. <laughs> so I'm going to fucking take him down. If anyone's going to beat Superman, it's going to be me. So he, that, invented- that sounds like Lex Luthor. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he invented some weird little transmitter that he, put on Superman's cape before he surrendered to Brainiac. And um, so he starts talking to uh, he basically calls Superman. Him and Lois call Superman through this transmitter down on Kandor. And Superman's like, what are you doing, man? You can't be calling me. Brainiac's going to find out. The The only reason why Brainiac isn't destroying Earth is because I said y'all weren't smart enough you know, to be, y'all are too primitive. You know, so quit calling me. So, um, but then Jarrell's like, hey, we've picked up a signal. You know, this is just what I need to defeat uh, Jarrell. <laughs> it's like, who, who, who did this? And like, oh, it's like Sleuther. Oh, well, don't tell him. Don't tell him I said that. But yeah, this is just what I need to, to defeat uh, Brainiac. And that's kind of where it ends. You know. So, yeah. Cool. Isn't it like a, a limited series? I- yeah, I think there's one more. Yeah, there's a scene where Ac- where uh, um, Brainiac and... Oh, that's right. Brainiac and Lex Luthor actually meet. Oh, and like, okay. And Lex Luthor and uh, Brainiac's like, you, you, uh, you're, I mean, you're, you're a fool if you think you're smarter than me. And of course, Lex Luthor is, I am. I'm the greatest criminal mind of ever, and blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, mm-hmm. well, fuck you then. And then Brainiac shrinks Metropolis shrinks metropolis okay and that's that i should have grabbed i should have grabbed image i didn't do my homework sorry <laughs> you know so yeah yeah here we go so there's this is the last panel <clears throat> oh damn Brainiac okay. shrinking metropolis and taking it up taking it up so so yeah four out of five i'm digging this it's fun cool okay all right so last book i got Last book I got is, and it's weird. This is the last book I got, and I'm gonna say why this last book I got. Last book I'm gonna do is Black Panther number one. Now, the reason it's the last book I'm gonna do, Eli, because of all the books we just talked about, this is the least selling. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's the weird thing. Like, this is the one everybody wants to know about. What about you do Black Panther? What you do Black Panther? But nobody's buying it. Now I'm gonna show you because I'm actually show you the list of what we have. Oh, uh, not that. Not that. Which is too bad because this cover is dope. <laughs> the cover is dope as hell. I mean, it's Alex Ross. You can't go wrong with it's Alex fucking, Ross. So you know they're putting like, money I, behind. I it. would, I would get this poster. Like I would hang this on my wall. That's dope. Yeah. So, cause I'm gonna just show, uh, I'm gonna just show everybody who's listening, um, or watching the like the numbers. Cause like I said, we're gonna go on Comicsology. Like I said, I don't have the official numbers in front of right now. We can look at Comicsology and kind of get a gauge of how comics are selling. Like I said, X Men always at the top hawk uh hulk 
Hawk Abbott because he dropped price. Donny we don't worry about that. Yeah. Donny Cates, Anything yeah. Donny Cates rights, yeah. But look at let's keep going down. We got Wolverine. Like we even got the Batman the, vampire shit. Vampire. <laughs> nobody's reading this shit. Uh Doctor Strange. Dune. Flash. Dune. Uh Once in Future. Superman. The one you just reviewed. Cosmic Iron Man. You know. Task Force and, Z. God. Task yeah, Force Z. Not XZ. <laughs> yeah. I read and the first when, one and I didn't like it. <laughs> Right, so when out of the bottle, Black Panther number one. Why is this book so low? That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't get. It. I, I think I have my theories. One of my theories is that Tennessee Coates, he kind of ran the book to the ground, so people don't know what to do with it now. But yeah, now I know people love Tennessee Coates, but people that actually like Black Panther and read Black Panther comics hate <laughs> Tennessee Coates. You know. <laughs> So it's a dichotomy going on with that. So they kind of almost got to repair Black Panther name or just fix what Coach did. And it brought in John Ridley. For those who know who John Ridley is, one of the things he did is write 12 Years a Slave. But he also writing the new Black Man, Black Batman book over in DC right now. And it turns out, Eli, the guy actually has comic roots in there. I think like the like the old Justice League cartoon, I think he used to write some, some stuff on there too. So... So he's actually like in the comics world. He's not like Coates. He's in the comics. This is his this is his world. So we're just gonna jump into it, see what we got. And oh, that that because I want to show everybody that dope ass cover, just like you said. Cause and not this cover, but the actual dope part of like the, the spread. Yeah. With uh the Dora Milaje storm, the Avengers on the right side of it, the intergalactic empire. So the stuff that Coates brought to the book is actually carrying over from this. So it's not like a Donny Cates thing, what we saw before. It's carrying over from that. So let's jump to the book, see what we got. So the book actually starts off with uh, T'Challa leading the Avengers because people had not even catching up. That's what's going on right now. He runs the event. When I mean he runs them, he runs them. He finances them. Uh, he gave them their own base. He runs the team. He is the chairman. All this stuff. He runs them. He calls the members who come. He comes up with the missions and stuff. Uh, so they fight some nameless monsters. It really does not matter who these monsters are. Dr. Strange are here. They fight them. I'll move on because I really don't care. Uh, the point is, afterwards, uh, Steve and T'Challa have a conversation. And Steve is just asking them, man, look, I mean, I know you got a lot of stuff going on, man, but are you, are you going to have enough time for the Avengers? Because the Avengers need a full-time leader, not somebody that, you know, uh, mind over here and mind over there. He like, no, don't worry. You have my undivided attention. I am going to run the Avengers. They're like, that's all I ask. And they shake hands and they talk. They walk off. Now, that ends the Avengers portion part of it. Now we're actually talking about the Wakanda part. We go back to Wakanda. And just like in the Tennessee Colts run, Wakanda is no longer a monarchy. Did I say that right, Eli? Because I, I completely butchered the first time I said that. I think monarchy? So. Monarchy, okay, because I, I, I butchered it last time, so monarchy. So they're no longer a monarchy. They are a democracy. But T'Challa is still king, but since they are democracy now, they're no longer, you know, have a monarch at the head. His political power, he's basically a figurehead. That's basically it. He's a figurehead. He has no power. So he sits there while they, you know, have a, a, the House of Speak, the Speaker of the House talks and stuff like that, and talks to Congress, stuff like that, but and he says what he thinks they should do, but nobody's listening to him. He's not used to that. He's not used to when he says stuff, people pay attention. They're ignoring him to the point. He's just like, look, I'm going to leave. Y'all talk this amongst yourselves. And meanwhile, the head of the dogs of war basically telling him, like, look, man, you got to get used to it. Times are changing. 
you know, it's democracy. Democracy is the process. He's like, I'm, I'm not used to this democracy stuff. I'm used to when I say stuff happens, stuff happens, you know, but, you know, that's what's going on. And we go to this other thing. We go to Chile. Yeah, Santiago, Chile. And we meet this uh, couple that's sneaking away. But what's going on with this couple? We notice that when they kiss and they love and they say, I feel like we're cheating. He's like, no, we're not cheating. And you zoom in on them and you see that the guy has a Kamoyo bead. So he's obviously Wakanda, even though Kamoyo bees exist. But it's a you can tell it's a special superpower Kamoyo bead. Anyway, uh, the, the guy gets headshot. I forgot about the scene. He gets headshotted and they get ambushed by some assassins. And they're running away. And right before they get attacked, they turn into their Wakandan suits and stuff like that. And they go to war and they start fighting. Oh, uh, you know, they have this scene. They Kamoyo bees activate and they go all power rangers and stuff. And they're like, okay, let's fight. So then these assassins fight them all off like that. And the dude dies. And I like how the sign says, Sin Salida. That means no exit in Espanol. You know, he dies. I guess. Yeah, I, I, I Googled it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyway, he dies. That's going on. So the, the girl survives and she heads back to Wakanda. And T'Challa shows up. Oh, she calls T'Challa also like, T'Challa, you got to get over here right now. You, you got to talk to us. And he's like, I told y'all never to call me. But he shows up anyway. Uh, he's just like, I just want to see the body. Because apparently he, he was close to the guy. I, they said that the guy was his best friend. And so he goes there. He visits the guy, sees the dead body. He's like, oh, damn, this messed up. And he's like, and he walks with her. And he goes outside and cries. So he was obviously close to this guy, you know. Uh, so he sits down. He's like, okay, he, I debrief me. What the hell happened? He's like, we snuck away. We got in a cafe. And we got attacked. He was like, didn't I tell y'all never to, t- to contact each other? She was like, T'Challa, we've been on this duty for you for years that you've been telling us to do. We got horny, basically. So we, we met up. <laughs> <laughs> so that's basically what happened. So, uh, and he was like, does anybody else know what's going on? He was like, nah. So, but here's the thing. If they attacked us, they might know what else is going on. So we need you to fix the situation. And he was like, well, before we go, I got I to gotta have a conversation. So he goes to talk, talk to Shuri. And it basically breaks down exactly what is going on. Basically, T'Challa isn't down with this democracy thing. He... Uh, and basically, and he said, look, this democracy thing is cool, but it's pointless. Democracy is a lie. Singular, uh, stable nations need a singular leader. And sure, just straight to tell him, dictator. You mean dictator. He's like, look, call me what you want to call me. I never pretended to be anything else than what I am. You want to call me dictator? Call me dictator. But this democracy is a lie. People act like stuff is free. It's not free. Majority still rules. People can be paid off. Allies can turn... Uh, enemies at the drop of a hat like uh democracy isn't what you think it is and it's a you know it's a commentary on us you know i'm not yeah, gonna that, get there that but was, I, uh, it, yeah. that was pretty deep yeah it's, it's going there like we can call you know but anyway basically what Tatala says so look since i don't trust this democracy what kind of he basically he basically wrote coats in one panel then it wrote the coastman took six issues to discuss. <laughs> right. Yeah. He just broke it out in one panel. Like, look, this is it. I don't, I'm not down with this shit. That's it. it yeah. But it's political, but it's there. Yeah. So Coach Riddle what, took the whole book. <laughs> just monologuing and soliloquies and stuff like we get it, man. Yeah. We get it. Just get to the point, you know. So 
basically what the child is doing he was like since i ain't down with democracy i put my war dogs my spies all over the country i put about 10 of them in different spots of the country and place them where i want them to be they report back to me what's going on so if anything pops off that shouldn't go down that may threaten wakanda they take out whoever i want to they assassinate anybody i want to at the drop of hat on my say so and no, nobody else knows about this but me not even people in wakanda government they report to me and me on, alone and but the thing is the people he got they all fake their death so nobody even knows that they're still alive so he got his own personal hit squad all over the country of dead people that nobody knows about. And now he's been found out and they're being uh, assassinated under his nose. So sure is like, this is, this is fucked up, <laughs> you know, uh, but she decides to help me anyway. He was like, look, you need to find out who's doing this and get to the point of us. But sure is, you know, reading them right. Act like, man, what are you doing? Trust people. Like, what about the Avengers? He's like, I don't trust them like that, which he doesn't. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the, there's always been the child's thing, you know. Um, but sure, he's gonna help him out. So we get down to it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he talk, talks to the Avengers. But it's basically, he he quits the Avengers. He uh resigns the, as the leader of the Avengers. He was like, "How you? Didn't we just have a conversation about that? You said you were gonna step up and be a better leader." You're like, "Yeah, that was yesterday. I, I got stuff to do. So do what y'all do." <laughs> so he quits the Avengers, and that's it. You know. Uh, and they go to Moscow and he meets up with that chick again. We're gonna cut to the end. So I guess she's gonna be like a thing in the book or whatever. And she was just like, Look, T'Challa, if these people know what I think they know, are you ready for what comes next? And they give us a preview of what comes next. Him face off get the X-Men with his ex-wife, Storm, uh, fighting Captain America, you know, fighting Dora Milaje. And he's this like season on Black Panther. <laughs> right <laughs> and it's like i'm ready for this and that's the book like i said it's a long book but basically john really is kind of like setting up the book that he's trying to tell so like i said i'm into it so far the thing is hold on let me let me see what we got uh yeah and when i see no one accent it's like coast run or not it's kind of it's kind of scary people. yeah it's not like coast run it is not a cover run it's giving me flashback to priest run because it's giving me that feeling again. Because the thing is, now, I know the MCU have put uh, the Black Panther's image and what they think Black Panther is like. But in the comics, T'Challa is an asshole. He's always been an <laughs> asshole. That's just how he is. He doesn't trust anybody. He is paranoid. He always schemes behind people's back. He, that's how he always was. And this book seems like it's taking him back to that, you know where he only joined the Avengers just to get that access to S.H.I.E.L.D.'s record and their records to report back to Wakanda, you know, or he meets behind Shuri's back to meet with Namor, you know, to destroy other planets and stuff like that. You know, this is stuff he does. So he's back to this being the, you know, the paranoid, the child that we know of, you know, so I'm, I'm digging it. It's going back to basics. Oh, uh, yeah, I can feel I like there's going to be way more action than what it's been before. So, like, <laughs> it's it's a step up from what Coach did. So, it's, if everybody worried about it, is it going to be like Coach Run? I can already tell it's not going to be Coach Run. This is not Coach. No. Because you know? so. I, I, I read this in, like, 10 minutes. I was like, wow. That was cool. Right. <laughs> you went stuck on one page. Somebody actually got punched, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, Coach Run, I'm like, wait, what? Wait, what is he talking about? And I got to go back. <laughs> <laughs> you got to write. Who is he talking to? They weren't yeah. even talking to people. They just just talking. It's just <laughs> in a room by themselves. Just like a wall of text. Like, what the hell, man? So, yeah. So, that's what's going on with this book. So, I'm I'm enjoying this. I'm just glad. Like, I hope people get back on 
the train of Black Panther because we actually got a fun Black Panther book again. It's been yeah. so long. It's been so long that people think this is how Black Panther books are supposed to be. Like, I guess they're just supposed to be boring. No, they're supposed to be fun. And Jack John, Kirby made this guy. Yeah, and John Ridley's been writing the the next Batman books. I, the next I Batman. Yeah, I, I haven't stayed on it. I was reading it for a while. I haven't stayed on it. I haven't I'm, even. I haven't re- I've dropped all Batman right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except I'm, for- I'm just Batman <laughs> out. Like, there's nothing against yeah. him. I'm just Batman out. But I've heard good yeah. things, so yeah. that's good. And plus, like I said, John Ridley is an actual comic book writer. He's not like yeah. a guy that was doing other shit and he just stuck him on a book. That's what Coates did. Coates is not a comic book writer. Now, I get it. Coates has awards on top of awards and accolades, all stuff like that. Yeah. But and that's the, the thing. thing. That, that, that's what kind of irks me when Marvel does that. They sort of mm-hmm. just get these yeah, what kind celebrities. Of yeah. Right over left, left over right. <laughs> okay. Let, let me explain it. Okay. Everybody get it right. It's right over left. That's Wakanda forever. Wakanda, Wonder Woman. Wakanda, Wonder Woman. Please remember the difference, man. Um, but no, what what irks me about like like you know, I guess when like celebrity writers just start writing comics, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just like y'all already got jobs, all right, you know, and they're not that right. you know. And they're and they're, it ain't like their books are that good, you know. It's right. it's almost like it's 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 almost like oh oh you can just write a comic book because that's it's exactly what they're thinking. They're like know? it's just a comic. I got it's just a comic you see book. this Pulitzer yeah. Prize. I can just write this shit in my like I'm on the toilet, you know, while I'm on my way to the airport to do some real some real writing. You yeah, know, they just you know that's and how that's, they think. I, yeah, and and that's stupid and kind of insulting and and condescending yeah <laughs> yeah right and then like, they wonder like, why it doesn't say why people drop off with it because you're not a real comic this thing comic book writing is a medium on itself yeah just because you mastered it, one form of writing doesn't mean you know how to do this and it's hard it's it's tricky like i've dabbled in it and it's one of the hardest things that i've ever written like the form like trying to tell that story you have a limited amount of space a limited amount of pages, a limited amount of images, panels mm-hmm. to tell your story. And right. you have to strip it down to the basics, you know? And that's something I think Coates and a lot of celebrity writers. J.J. Abrams' son. Yeah. Give him a Spider-Man book. Like, taboo you ever read anything and, before? Yeah, Taboo, yeah, Method yeah, Man. Just, not, 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 yeah. not Method Man. You know, one of my top 10 lyricists of all time, but I don't <laughs> want to read one of his comics. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, want to read his can, Luke Cage shit. No, give me yeah. somebody else. <laughs> he can write rhymes like a motherfucker, but can yeah. he write a cool comic book? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you want to cr- like Coates was trying to cram all these ideas, brilliant, smart ideas. Yeah, you know, um, but it just didn't translate well in a comic book form. You know, so. And he scared away people from the book, but hopefully John really brings them back. You know, I'm, I'm interested there's to see a bunch, he goes. bunch of people who do want to write comics, who are comic book writers. Can't get the foot in the door. Job. Right. Yeah, yeah. And when they do get in there, Marvel rips them the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, David Ayer, that's a great looking panel. You get to, let's throw this in a Hawkeye TV show. They'll pay you shit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. can't win for losing. So, yeah. yeah no shit. So, like I said, this is a real medium. These are real. These are stories that people put hard work into. I don't know how long John really took to, to write this stuff or put his whole run, a series of directions was going to go. But you can tell he didn't just slap this shit together. He didn't just do this in his spare time. He's taking this stuff seriously. 
And yeah, oh. it was a long comic, but it didn't feel that long. I mean, it was yeah. like third, and it wasn't even that long. It was like thirty-three pages or something. Thirty-three, but it, it's a, it made sense because he has to establish, you know, what direction yeah. he's going. So it's, it's yeah, it, it's a number one. They gave him an extra pages. They're established. He established all the stuff. You know, his history with the Avengers, his the current situation in Wakanda, and then this plot line. You know, right. this James Bond, somebody's after all these agents, killing all the agents. You know, espionage shit. You know, he set it all up. And it flowed fine. It was, <laughs> yeah. You know? So I don't know. So hopefully it'll it'll bring people back. I don't, I don't know. So yeah. we recommend it. I give it. I give it a four out of five. Like I said, it wasn't the strongest. It wasn't the strongest, but it was a good strong start to a new run. That little that little after credit scene <laughs> <laughs> caught my attention. So I got to give credit for that too. So yeah, I like this more than the Hulk. <laughs> I did like it more than the Hulk because the Hulk was like. I don't because the Hulk. I don't. I still don't know how to feel about the Hulk. With this, I was like, "Well, this is good. This is wrong." And it was entertaining. That's yeah. the thing about it. it was entertaining. Like we haven't read an entertaining Black Panther comic in like five years. And he was doing wisecracks and shit. He was like, "Yeah, like, I don't know the magic, the portal, or whatever the thing, the superhero <laughs> shit we do." But the, it's yeah. always a portal. Yeah, yeah, there's always some shit. We... Like T'Challa cracking jokes. What the hell? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, so he yeah. does this. Yeah, yeah. All right, so uh, you you got any more or I'm booked out. So okay, uh, like I said, if you listen this long, definitely like, share, subscribe. Uh, listen to this geeks and comics. Uh, like I said, I briefly dipped in to check see what they were doing. Uh, but I'm gonna go back and listen to them a little bit more. Check out Get Valiant. Check out everything else, and we just keep the ball rolling. We're gonna have a big end of the year blowout that Eli will probably start planning for like like now. Yeah, we should. Uh... It yeah, it takes us a while to put that show together. So start, yeah, start we'll, making our lists. <laughs> yeah, our making best a list of the year shit, yeah. yeah, and yes, and I will start Twitch streaming again. Uh, Jake, I don't know if you're still here or not, but the Guardians of the Galaxy, I will stream it. And Eli, I, five minutes in, I love the game. Well, my brother I, Fat T, he's he yeah. got it. And he says it's cool too. So yeah, so it's not Avengers. <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually <laughs> a good game. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Something strange in the air today. The sun is gone and the clouds turn gray. Just what's coming is hard to say. I don't know. There's a battle above the street. The ground is rolling below. Kinds, but Loki, you don't be-
Your cue. Yes. Yeah, that Hawkeye is the 